Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia, and we've got a great show coming up right now. And we have two people that have been on before, and uh, they'll be out in a little, a few minutes. I just wanted to do some announcements, but it's Lee Michaels and Jean Jokum. Did I just say it right? Jokum? Joachim. Joachim. I knew I was going to say it wrong. After all these years of practicing, I keep going, oh, my God. Okay, and Joe Ackham. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, I hope everybody's enjoying themselves with the holidays. And um, just one, a few quick things. I'm going to talk about um, what we got coming up for the year. I have a couple more shows coming up, and Elizabeth Black will be on with uh, several of author, horror, horror writer authors. And um, once a year, we usually have that on our show about horror writers. And um, don't get nervous. It's not only about horror. We end up talking about a lot of things. When people hear me say horror, they go, oh, I don't think that's for me. It's for everybody because the horror writers are just sometimes dark mystery or dark thrillers. It's not all, you know, slash. But anyway, they're always fun shows when Elizabeth brings me all these guests. And then the 14th of December, I'm having a special children's show with some of the authors that have been on over the year. And uh, that's always good to, you know, talk to them because kids always need a good little message and um, it's fun to write for children. I've done it. And we, I have a couple new shows coming up at the beginning of January. Um, Fran Lewis and I are going to do a show, uh, which is just about, Fran does a lot of reviewing shows and they're wonderful shows and the authors are always talking about their books, but Fran and I are going to do a show just about chit-chatting with the authors and just having fun, not about selling or their books or things like that. We're just going to have fun shows just about different things. And then I'm also adding a new show, which um, I actually talked about it while I was on the show with the author last week, which was Kristen Lindsay Hagen, and um, we're going to be doing teen young, or you know young adult, teen, middle grade, middle age about middle not middle grade. It's about the different problems that they're going through. And um, while she was on the show, we addressed a lot of them, and a lot of people like that. That and so the two of us will be show, doing shows on feeling good about yourself and trying to get through. This has been a hard couple of years for kids. They've had school at home, and um, I heard the other day, which was quite interesting, that uh, I was listening to uh, Drew Barrymore. They were talking about now kids doing their f- school photos for the year, and it was kind of interesting mm-hmm. because they were they were saying that they're going to, well, they're going to be touching up the little kids' photos. And Brooke Shields was on, and she had been to be mentioning 
she thought it was not great because this is not the best thing to tell your children is you don't look good, so we're going to fix you up on, you know, when they're little, fix them up at a school picture, you know. So I Mm -hmm. think we've got a lot of things coming on that we can talk about on this show. And if anybody has any ideas, please let me know because I'm always open to ideas because I think it'll be a good show because I think we need to do some addressing of some of these issues. And uh, one last thing, my uh, EYS that I'm a contributor for Australian International Magazine, the breast show that I had in October, now the two of the, well, two actually, one didn't wasn't here, but the other one, Carol, and and we're going to be, it'll be all about the breast cancer questions that we talked about on the show. And a Grace Bassey, who was supposed to be on the show, she is in the magazine along with Carol talking about breast cancer and a lot of different things that will help people that have had breast cancer. They're survivors of many years. And so that will be out. I'll be posting it when it comes out. And I just saw it the other day. It turned out really good. So I think that's something else to think about and get your mammograms and also get your shots. If you if you haven't been vaccinated, just think about it because it's really important. Everybody that has listened to the show, I've been, you know, in medicine for over 25 years. I worked for doctors, and I think it's important that we just end this so we can all go back to having a life that we enjoy. Because I can't think that anybody likes what has been happening in this country, and it's all over the world now. And I think just. Do yourself a favor. Take the vaccine. We can get done with this soon. And that's all my messages. Now we're going to have a fun show. Okay, Jean, tell everybody who you are and what you've been doing, and then Lee will do the same. Okay, I'm Jean. And then we'll all talk. Um, I write uh, mostly contemporary romance, but I have I have taken another path into historical romance. I just finished my second book in the Catskill Saga, writing about the late 1700s in Fitch's Eddy and um, working with a friend who's a history buff and had really, really enjoyed traveling back in time um, and putting myself in in that environment, which is very different from writing contemporary romance. But I'm still going to write contemporary romance because I still love that. Yes. I have about 60 books published, and um, I'm working on, on the next one. That's great. That's good because I think that you know. Well, talk about historical. We have Lee here, who this is was her one of her things at the beginning, right? Lee, this is you. Well, actually, I started out writing um, contemporaries, and I wrote eighty uh, contemporary romances, and wow. then I switched to historicals. I followed the same path that Jean is going back in time. Only I um, I do England in the British Regency period, which is 1810 to 1820. So I have um, I've kind of been taking a break from writing for a while, but this year I've brought out my first new Regency romance in quite a while, and am am working on getting some attention on that, and thinking about the next one. And uh, officially, well, sort of semi-officially, I'm retired, but uh, writers never really retire. 
That's right. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> you know what? That's it, true because, you know what, it's really hard to think about, you know, not writing. I was mentioning this the other day. I mean, because when I'm sitting and doing nothing, which is never, but when I'm sitting, I'm always thinking, even yeah. when I'm watching TV, I'm thinking of my characters, and, and I can't imagine not thinking about my characters or new characters or something else I want to write about. So you're right. We don't. Retire. We may change what we write, but once a writer, always a writer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I always say I'm going to and stop writing when the story ideas stop coming, and I don't no, see that happening coming. anytime. Yeah. No, it's not yeah, right. The they're there. Everywhere you go yeah. is a story. Yeah. Right, so, uh, yeah. Let's talk about. Okay. You wanted to talk about something. Got, Jean. You had something you wanted to talk about. First, we'll. Um. I did. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. You mentioned the holiday romances. <laughs> oh yes, yes. The holiday romances. All right. Yeah. Because about everybody. Yeah, we've been talking about that a lot on the show because, you know, now it's, you know, Lifetime and uh, Hallmark and all, a lot of the stations, you know, like Hulu, they yes. all have romantic movies. Right. And you had right. Things to and talk about. And when is yeah. it enough? And when is it too much? And. I, I have to say that, you know, I, I reach a point during the holiday season where if I see another movie with a Christmas tree lighting and a cup of cocoa, I'm going to throw the TV out the window. Um, <laughs> I just <laughs> really, you know, like enough is enough. Do people feel the same way about reading holiday books? I have to my holiday books don't have a lot of cups of cocoa. Some of them have tree lightings. Most of them do not have tree lightings. Um but yeah, um, I have four. Well, that's what I say. I say I, I have an and, issue here. I say I have an issue because I don't, I can't. They talk about gingerbread cookies. People <laughs> made those. Yes. And you know, I, you know, being Jewish, we didn't do a lot of these things. So, so right. Um, I, I watch it, and I'm watching these people. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's it seems actually to be truthful, it's just bigger than life. Christmas. I keep watching them, and I'm thinking like, oh my god, they have two or three Hanukkah movies, and that's about it. But I do love these Christmas movies. They get me in the, you know, it makes me feel, get in a heartwarming mood. So even in my writing, yes. you know, that's important, you know. Yes, I think um, actually I think that is important. Sometimes it's better yeah. to, to write a holiday story sometimes in the middle of winter and sometimes like in the fall when winter is coming and you yeah. want to, you, you're ready for the holidays and you want to start thinking about it. And sometimes it's better to do a holiday story, you know, write one at that time of year. Yeah, and aim it, aim it for a release maybe the next holiday season. But there's there's also something to be said for writing them and reading them in the middle of July when it's hot and nasty outside and you yeah. want to think about something pleasant. So I think holiday romances are, are valuable all year round. But I would like I think to so I'd like to see other holidays too. I'd like to see less emphasis on Christmas and and more emphasis on on the other holidays. Um, right, the right. other religions and the other the other customs and ethnicities. I mean, we we yeah. celebrated because my husband was Christian and I'm Jewish. We celebrated everything here. So um, mm-hmm. I also did a, a Jewish holiday romance yeah. called Hanukkah Hearts, um, which has a they were Hanukkah good. I read it. in it. They were so okay. cute. Thank you. <laughs> it was. Um, you- it was. Could you send fun. me that picture? Could you send me that picture in, a, in an email? Then I wanted to put it on the show page because I didn't, you know, you had oh, a lot sure. of books and I was looking through them. Oh yeah, send it to me. And I'll put it out, you know, when I because I'm gonna. This goes. This is on forever. Yeah. You know, demand. So I think you right. know that that's one of the things. I mean, you know, 
it is very heartwarming though, and it is very sweet. And no matter if you're Jewish, if you're not, if, you know, whatever faith you are, it's just a good story. You know, everybody, you know, at the end likes to feel good. And, you yes. know, even though we know it's coming in the books and in the movie, well, not as much in the books, because sometimes there's a turn, but in like a Lifetime movie or, or for certainly Hallmark, you know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and some of the older ones are a lot better than the newer ones. Oh, the older ones. I love the older ones. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I think that's because we've kind of worn out some of the traditions, and so in many cases we're going back over the same. It's not as fresh anymore. We need somebody to come along. So when you say you want other holidays, when you say other holidays, what what would you be thinking of? What would people be interested in? Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Um, Yeah. Why not? They haven't been, been... uh, exposed to those things. No, July that's, that's really I mean, true. who writes a July Fourth yeah. romance? You know, yeah, I mean, like right. nobody. Um, well, part of the reason I think for that is that we're U.S. focused, but if we, but uh, if we're think, considering an international right. market, July Fourth isn't one of the top holidays. Right. No, See, that's, that's the true. thing. Well, that's the it other isn't. thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's just here. You know, right, but right, you know, exactly. like, you know, Halloween. Labor Day, yeah. Labor Day. Well, Halloween isn't, you know, Halloween. Um, and, you know, Thanksgiving is a universal. That's true. Uh, actually, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not universal, yeah. and the timing no. of it's very much different. Time, uh, Thanksgiving well, that's, yeah. well, that's true, Canada but it's just the message in of October. Yeah, yeah, that's the true, message because, of, right, because the message Canada has a different yeah. time. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, even like, here, I you know, Halloween all the religions. Universal. Yeah, in, in the, you but know. But how do you write a uh, Orthodox community, they celebrate the, Thanksgiving, which, you know, they don't celebrate yeah. some of the other holidays. So, I, you know, so I do think that that's a, probably a very good idea to do that and, you know, to write different stories. Valentine's like Day. Absolutely yes. perfect for romance writers. Yes, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 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 I think it's hard to write a Halloween romance without it being paranormal. But I, I guess it's good. Right. Well, that's that's a good challenge, Jean. <laughs> yeah, that would be a challenge. That is a challenge. <laughs> okay. You know, I and, and Lee, you want to talk about gratitude? Well, gratitude and as as a whole, you know, waking up in the morning and saying, "Geez, I'm I'm glad for what I have," and I think that's a good message right now. With having had so much taken away from us in the last couple of years, so many yeah. things that we had taken for granted and now we don't have anymore. Um, that right. it's important right now to hang on to to gratitude for what we do have, and maybe appreciation exactly. for things that we had forgotten to be appreciative of. When everything yes, is waking up. That's true. Waking up every morning. Just the fact that you woke up this morning is a reason to be grateful. Yeah, woke up able to get out of bed, able to take a deep breath, <clears throat> yeah. able to bend over and touch my toes. Those are important things. Well, I right. don't know, you know about and I, to bend that over is, and touch my toes, Lee, but <laughs> yeah, all the other stuff. <laughs> but it is, you know, it, it's true, though, because, you know, there is so much to You know, I think I was ta- having a conversation with somebody. We were talking about this. Who would have thought? It, we started talking about, like I said, oh, what would my mother have thought or my, you know, maybe my grandmother that were all in the house, you know. We were mm-hmm. in the house for so many months at a time. And 
who would have thought we could have ever done that? I mean, if somebody, you know, it's just shocking. And um, right. that we all did it because we did it, you know. And right. yeah. who would have thought? We did it. Who would have thought? I admit, and, I, I will admit this now that it's over. I will admit that I was completely addicted and made it through the winter time in my apartment with my husband because of yeah. Albert, Abbott and Costello movies. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I kept watching Abbott and Costello movies because they that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you know what? I used to have a client in, in bad times so for, the, for the old Costello. classic comedies. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's that's one of the other things. You know, uh, the messages that go out, you know, and um, – we, we were talking about this in one of the shows, about all the older shows, a lot of younger parents are having their kids watch some of the shows now from the past with just a good message. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's still the same messages. And kids, you know, I've mentioned this many times on my shows, talking about the fact that if a book is 10 years old, so what? You know, and right. it, I think the, the libraries and the publishers have made it seem like if it's not within the year, the book, forget about the book. It's wrong. I mean, there's books that are great that are 20 years old, 30 years old. Okay. And, they're, you know, even the movies on TV, like now what they're doing on Hulu, they've added a lot of older movies. It's not just now. Yeah. So I think yeah. that that's what people should get into the habit of maybe looking at some of the things of the past and the messaging for kids. Some of the flag-waving movies, you know, around World War II are really inspirational. You know, mm-hmm. the best years of our lives and movies like that. Um, I love old movies. I watch them all the time. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, a, I like a Joan too. Crawford. I love Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. I watch everything. Whenever I want to feel like I can be really tough, I watch her movies. <laughs> I just watch her yes. and go, oh, my God, she's tough. You know what I mean? Yes, she, she really is. You know, and I, guess I know she, a lot of authors that now that are working on their backlists and trying to update the titles for re-releases, e-books. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm very deliberately <laughs> making a choice that some of them, most of them, are I'm <clears throat> I'm marketing as accidental historicals oh, because okay. they were written in the they're, '90s and in the, yeah. in the 2000s. For that. Is that and and so it, called, it, it, it takes a lot more than adding a cell phone to bring those stories up to date. <clears throat> yes. They're called modern historicals. Yes. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, no, you know what? You know, that's true because we, you know, I, written, written I have written a, a 15, 20 screenplays. And I go back and I'm submitting again. I, you know, I just didn't for a while and so I think I'm doing it again. And that was a problem for me because I kept thinking, oh, you have to, you know, we, I didn't have cell phones when I wrote them and we didn't have a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But then my, one of, Jeff Fleischer, who's my editor, he would say to me, he goes, you know what, just send it out. He goes, they'll, they'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll change it if they like the story. Yeah, they'll either, and so they'll either change it or the they'll film case. it as a period piece. Yes, now yes. they are. Unfortunately, I guess we're period pieces now because we wrote in the past. So we're, Don't rub it in. <laughs> There's a name for us, I guess. I think that's true because, you know what, <clears throat> it is – there. It, it, you know, it, when you write a story, read a story from the, you know, from the past – 
you know, it's not instant that they know, you know. So when you would, let's say, write a mystery or thriller, whatever, now they figure it out, like, quicker because, you know, you can just plug something in on a computer and you just get everything info out. But not in the mm-hmm. past. You had to actually do, like, do the case. You know, you had to work on it. And, you still and can't how, figure in many out ways, Agatha it's a more Christie. intriguing story. <laughs> right. You can't Agatha. figure out Agatha Christie with a computer. Sorry. Yeah. That is not changed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You don't know. You can't guess who did it correctly using a computer if you're reading Agatha Christie. (laughs) Well, you can look her up on Wikipedia and find out. Well, yeah, you can cheat. If it's right. If it's right. Okay, so that's an interesting. That really is interesting about all the things that went in the past, you know, and when you're, you know, and that's still okay. You know, and I think, so are you saying that people are just redoing their books? Are they updating everything or just? A lot of people are updating. And the the problem oh, with that hard. is if they're that's updating really to a that's... new contemporary time, it's it's going to be dated again in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with their choice. That's their choice. But I'm making but my choice hard to, to do. leave the you book know alone. What? Because when you change some of those things, if you change Everything the story, changes. you would have to yeah. change. I mean, it's like you almost have mm-hmm. to write the whole story over again if you exactly. add all of these right. things in. I'm refreshing you some know, of my old books with new covers, but I'm not covers is different. changing the covers, story. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and I do a little minimal editing as I go through. If it says a stereo, I change yeah. it to a sound system because, you know, yeah. I'm not, also not going to say an iPod because, who know, you know, those are, those are gone now too, aren't they? Right, but, gone, you know, yeah. Uh, just, just a more generic term that will still mean the same thing in 10 years. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I'd like to go that, back and re-edit my stuff because my writing has improved. And stuff, but that's are, different. Yeah. That's not, you know. That's See, that's different. the thing. I be you end up doing the whole book again because once you start, mm-hmm. like you know, and there was a. I remember years ago, I had a screenplay, and they said, okay, it was the the lead was um, a, fe- uh, a female. Uh, it was a, a she was the grandmother, and they said, okay, make it into a grandfather, okay. So I changed oh, it, and I had to change the whole story because the whole a grand they were different men and women <laughs> talk differently, they right. think differently, and yeah. I, and they yeah. actually told me which actor they wanted it for. So I made it, and um, I switched it all around, and I, you know, and actually it was. You know, I thought, well, you know, it was actually for like Walter Mansell, but then he died, and I thought, oh my God! But ah. the whole story that oh, was God. done for him. I mean, I once had his son on the show too. We talked about that, but you know, because when you're—that's why in Hollywood, if they're writing for a person, it's different though, because you, your, your vocabulary—if you know who you're writing for, let's just say man or woman—you can't. It's hard to change that around. Yeah, you know, it it's just it different. Is. And so once you start, like yeah. once I start editing, I start changing. And that might not be in the best interest of the story <clears> to <throat> do My that. editing isn't, isn't really like that. It's just it's just polishing up the writing, making it snappy or taking out some things I used to do right. that are mistakes that I shouldn't do and and just tightening oh everything up. Yeah. And I did I that had with this a, horrible a, a series for of, ellipsis. This, yeah. This I, I did that with a series of four books. <laughs> and they they started selling a lot better. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, they read better, and and now they're they're selling better. So yeah, yeah. let's just talk about yeah, before we go good. to the one question: selling better. All right, let's talk about marketing selling better. Oh my God, this uh, you know what? 
You you know, even on Facebook, I'm sure you all, like I was on it today putting something on, and then I, I noticed they must have done some other change, that it didn't go on one page, it went on the other, and sometimes you can't see if you put it out. You know, I think my one of my problems is I have too much of everything. I have a lot of different email addresses. But, you know, what? how do you feel about all this? They keep changing things, and then, you know, you don't know who's seeing it, who's not, and do you want to make yeah. ads out? Do you want to pay money? Do You know, do you want to have somebody else do it? You know, I mean, I have some help people do, but I do a lot of posting myself. But it it does yeah. get old already. I don't know. I'm not sure how much all of this actually does. Any ideas here, either of you? I think Mark, the I, social, whole social media yeah, ahead, treadmill. Please. I think the whole social media tre- is a treadmill. And yeah. I do the part of it that I enjoy and I ignore the rest. So what is the part uh, you enjoy? And, and I refuse to feel guilty about it. I, I right. do, you know, personal Facebook stuff, and, I, and if I have an event coming up, I'll announce it. If I have a book coming out, I'll announce it. But I don't yeah. use it really to market because I just, it, it's, it's a full-time job. It's a 24-hour-a-day job to do it, it is. quote, right, unquote. And I don't know that anybody knows what right is. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's right. I used to say yeah, I hated, just, I hated Twitter with the passion people. of a thousand suns, but I used it because it worked. And and yeah. then I realized that it really wasn't working anymore. And yeah. I hated it, so, so I don't tweet anymore. Uh, or right. I don't tweet either. Yeah, no. I, I tweet uh, for my. See, I, I'm on it a lot for the shows, and so I made a decision yeah. in my mind. The shows are a little bit different, I, I think. Yeah, right. And I made a decision a few like last month that I'm going to concentrate mostly on my shows and not on as much myself on the books because I love my shows. I like my guests on my shows and they're on iTunes and you know they're on demand and mm-hmm. a lot of people listen to the shows. So I so I figured I'll just do that a lot because so that's what my focus is because i otherwise it's driving me crazy because i do have people that are putting things out and i get banners made and things like that but i honestly don't know that that sells books you know i stumbled onto something actually covid related <clears throat> i have about 35 books left over from uh that i had bought of mine uh for book signings that didn't happen in 2020 and 2021. Right. And I'm redoing my apartment. I'm getting rid of a lot of things. And I'm not keeping anything that doesn't have a purpose or a place. So I took these okay. books and I put, I signed them all, paperbacks, and I put two each in a padded envelope with some swag and sealed it up. And I have about 17 of these packages in a Ziploc container under my bed. Now I'm running contests. I have a reader group of about 300, 360 people on Facebook, my own private reader group. And I'm running contests in my reader group. And if you win, you get a mystery package of two paperbacks. I don't know what they are. I I randomly put paperbacks in together. I don't know what they are, but you you win a mystery package. You get the number from 1 to 75. Guess what the first letter is of my, you know, my birth middle name, things like that. And I've had really great success in rejuvenating interest in that group, which really flagged this year because I had a very often difficult year, so I didn't do much. Yes. And right. they've gotten a lot more play in the group, and people are, are um, coming out of the woodwork, getting more involved, entering the contest. And I have 
17 contests worth of books already packaged and ready to go. Wow. I just have to take a That's package out from under the bed. What a great idea. That's a great put idea. Put an a, a, a address on it and mail it. And you know when it's you think idea. about just what you pay for marketing? Right. Surprise what they get. That's a really good idea. I mean, I mean the is. books maybe cost you $5 each, right, with shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Ten dollars per person, and then of course, but the shipping—if you send it media mail—it's three dollars and change. So for uh-huh. fifteen dollars, you're getting a couple of books out there, and you're getting some um, action in your group. And I just took my yeah. new, as I said, that little series of standalone holiday books. I made decided to make a sweet romance series out of it, and so I promoted the series in my group, and one person in there. That bought all four books, I, and so it's great. Yeah, I think this is coming from this, you know, the mystery package idea, and that I is phenomenal because I like the idea of the mystery. I like yeah, the idea that like it's that. backlist titles, and you're not using, yeah. you're not promoting new books with giving away new books, and because you're promoting no, to people who have already indicated an interest in you. Uh, oh, that's, but I am that's giving fantastic. away some new books. On yeah. some new books and some older books because the things oh, for the books. Oh, that's what they don't know. That's no. great. That's a good, but idea. Really good idea. the idea of a mystery package, they don't know what they're getting. Right, that's and like the makeup that, companies are doing that now. They get a surprise package, but they have to pay for it. Let's say it's $25, yeah. so they get all these little you know, right. things. In. So that seems fun. It, I, it, I think you know, it to is do fun, something like that. Inspired Great people. idea, Jean. Thanks. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm not giving it to you guys and sharing it because when I run out of these books, I am going to buy some paperbacks with the idea of continuing this. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. as long as it yeah. works. I mean, if it stops working, I'll stop doing it. But I'm going to invest in it because I think it's kind of maybe more targeted marketing than anything else I'm doing. It's yeah, and you're, you're marketing to people who are already interested. That's that's the right. that's the key. You're not marketing to people who are only interested in freebie. Right, right. And and paperbacks have a life. You know, somebody will read it, mm-hmm. and if it's not a book that they necessarily oh. wanted. They'll pass it along to someone else. That's right. Yeah, because people really don't throw those away. They really don't. You know, very few. No. They give it to someone else, or they put it in a box. They give it to Goodwill. They right. give it somewhere. You know, and so that's a right. good idea it that it go. It, it stays around, right? Yes. Right. And that's the, see. Okay, that's the good thing. It has a life. Uh, a book is something that can be. Look at from the years down. Like when you go look in the library, there's a lot of older books, and people are still, you know, looking at those. And I think right. that if more people just did something like what you did, that's a great idea because it doesn't matter if it's like today's book, tomorrow's book, you know. It, no. They might buy those books from you, you know. And, and they're um, all signed, too. So it's yes, not and like a book and, that you buy. And you'll get a fan from that, hopefully, you know, if they like your books. Yeah. I think so, and I think but, when people receive something – Major like a free book that's a paperback as opposed to an ebook, which really doesn't yeah. cost too much. Right. I, I think it really carries a lot of weight with people. I'm yeah. also sending yeah. Christmas cards to a, a bunch of people in my reader groups um, and fridge magnets that I have. You know, holiday designs with very small type my my logo and my my web address. You know, my website. Um, people like to get stuff in the mail. They really mm-hmm. do. Um, I suppose that's much of what we get. It doesn't come in the mail. 
Right, and, and, and you know what, and it's something they didn't buy because, you know, everybody's buying everything online. You know, right. I buy most a lot of things online. I'm on, but I you know, I watch all these I shows, and I, did, I saw Macy's, I'm shopping. Mm-hmm. But this is something else. This is something so interesting. So I think if people are listening out there, it's a good idea, mm-hmm. you know. And right. so you have a book, you have a mm-hmm. a Facebook page that, yes. what's it called? What is I it? I do. So it's it, called JJ book, JJ's Book Buddies. And it's oh. just for my, my readers. It's a private group. And if there's anyone who wants to join, it's certainly welcome. But it's it's just my group, and I post stuff there, and I test things out. Like I tested out the the um, Sweet um, sweet Holiday uh, series there. Yeah. And when I had somebody who bought all four books, I decided to to boost a post on Facebook. You know, which I did, and we'll see how that does. See, and I, I keep trying to days. tell people, you know, and I, I like, I'm a, I like audio, audio books. And there is a site; it's freeaudiobooks.com. You, and that goes in conjunction with um, Audible books. And you know, if you're on Amazon, is that still and Audible, functioning? Is freeaudiobooks.com still functioning? Yes, because you put. Yes, it's it's a different. I, I have to see if that's the one that I use because um, I I actually sold a, a lot of books that way a lot of audiobooks because you oh, put on the great. code okay because the I'll last time that, that i tried to I'll... access free audiobooks.com it didn't come up for me so okay. maybe i was so doing something will, wrong yes because i will I'll, send, I'll, I'll, find, I'll send it to you i'm just ready to know here i'll send it to you the one i use because um i do like audiobooks you know um and yeah. so and i think it's a great idea and it has to be a book that's on audible because then they take the codes and this is an easy way to do it because they do it for you all you do is put it on and it's i think it's fifty dollars for five books so if you put that on, and trust me, and I and I don't and I, I don't say it if it's not true because I I don't use a lot of sites like that, and I have actually sold on that. So the fifty bucks mm-hmm. was like nothing compared to what I sold. I'm not with and, Audible like that. I'm with Findaway now. All of my audio books are on Findaway. Yeah, but once you yeah once you're on Audible, you're on it for seven years, so I can't really take anything <clears throat> off. No, so not if they you don't started, want to be. You know, no, right, you, you can get off not Audible. Thing. Did you like find? Do you like that? I love find a way. I can change the price of my audiobooks anytime I want to. And yeah, I can see, because they make the, they make the decision on Audible. They make the decision yeah. on what it's sold for. No, on find a way you make the decision. I yeah. actually did right. a a chapter. I, I did a book with sample chapters of the first chapter of each of the nine books of my football romance series, and I made it completely free on find a way. Uh-huh. And I They're gave cool. away about a hundred copies a month. Uh, it's, it's like um, if I reduce the price, appears on was it not on Chirp? Maybe on Chirp, and on on uh, Apple. And so then I can go onto Facebook and promote that the audiobook is either free or ninety nine cents, the first in the series on Apple, and um, I can do that whenever I want with Find a Way. So I I love their flexibility and now they've been bought by Spotify so I don't know what that's that's going to mean. Yeah, you know you know, let's talk about that for a minute. Like Spotify, like I think years ago I was gonna put like a bookstore on Spotify and then they really weren't doing it much in those years. But does that help now I wonder if you put like do a bookstore on Spotify? I don't do you know think how that's to do a good that. 
I think they had. Um, I think they. It was kind of you just sign up and it. You know, you just fill in the blanks, whatever they needed you to do. But I don't know how it is now. Mm-hmm. I should look at that. You know, because some of those things that I don't do. Because I, I get a lot of emails like, oh, okay, I'll do this, and then I say, oh, fine, and then I try it, and then I don't even go back to it. This is really bad. <laughs> this is not good advice so to do. This is not good advice. Right, right, because um, I do, you know, sometimes I try, and I try a lot of the webinars, and actually I will say a lot of the webinars give great advice. So I listen to the webinar, and then at the last half hour, I tune it out because then that's when they're selling whatever they're talking mm-hmm. about. So I don't use their programs. They're expensive; these programs, like a thousand bucks, and they're giving it for five hundred. You know, but yeah. they give a lot of good information at the beginning. And well, so I listen to them, and I have learned yeah. things like for WordPress. You know, I used to do blogs on Blogger. Now I went on WordPress. And so I'm trying mm-hmm. that. But it, you know what? It this takes so much time, all of this. You know, and I'm thinking, yes, what does. am I doing? I, mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I, I just, and I start it, and I go, fine, I'll do it. And then I go, I don't feel like doing it. Then I go, I know I should be doing it. So some of the stuff is good to do. It's just it does take so much time. I'm thinking I could it be does. writing And it's finding the, the things that do work for each of us. Uh, right. It takes a little experimentation, but... You know, if we all tried to do everything that everybody advises, we'd never have any time to write another book. Right, which is could be one of the reasons I have issues because I do. We talk about those. <laughs> yeah. No, because I do try things because I, 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 I only say on my show the things that I use because I try a lot of things, but I don't talk about them because they're not good. Right. You know, but the right. things that I mm-hmm. use, I, I, they're all right. But I do think people shouldn't feel bad if they don't sell a lot of books because a lot of people are not selling a lot of books. That's just life. They're, we're in competition mm-hmm, yeah. with so many people. You know, Amazon it's with true. their ratings, it's so unfair, it's ridiculous. So if, if you have a, if a lot of people look at your site, then the numbers go. Then all of a sudden the numbers go. If you go, I took myself off KDP, I put myself on, I take myself off. I think I'm off now for good because, uh, you know what, it doesn't really get any, you know, it was easy. I said, I'll just leave them all there. But the truth is it doesn't really do anything. If I give a free book, so what, my numbers are fabulous. So what? And after that, they yeah. go to regular. Yeah. You, know, and the, you know, that's that's what the problem is. You know, we're all trying to do different things, but actually writing is the best way to increase your right. sales. Write another keep book, writing. yes. Write yeah, another book. That's yeah. really what it is. And, it is. you know, it absolutely is. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I try to follow my own advice, but I don't. And that's my problem. You know, I give and advice the magic, and I the magic tell people. of ebooks and publishing mm-hmm. now is the long tail because once it's up there, it's there forever. Where, yeah. you know, back in the day, you had about four to six weeks in the bookstore and then the book was pulled off. And right, right. and it was it was just gone. And so I, I think we all get a little too wound up about initial sales and first day yeah. sales and all that kind of stuff because really it's over the lifetime of the book and and it may take a while so. to build up to yeah. build up a speed, but yes. the best way to do that is to write another good book. Right, exactly. and that's true. Yeah. And, and so, you know, then the problem of reviews. You know, it, it's hard. Oh, to yeah. You know, reviews, and I know right. that. See, I I don't really take part in 
you read my book, I'll read your book. I don't, I, I really yeah. can't. You know, <laughs> this is not what's happening. No. And I, I want someone to read my book because they want to read it, not because I'm reading their book, right. you know. And I think that that's a problem because, you know, you look at some of these sites, they have, oh, they have like 500 book reviews. And I'm thinking, but then I realize if you look down and keep scrolling, some of the book reviews are the same. They're just over and over. I don't know how that is, you know. And they do wow. take down oh. people's book reviews. They have taken mm-hmm. their, down people's reviews that they well, should. Now it's really it's mm-hmm. Now they've allowed people to just leave waiting without writing a review. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. now there's now you can just leave a rating. Well, that's wonderful. Oh, that things. means they might not have even read the book. So just mm-hmm. like people it. can just go and slam any book they want to with a rating. That's a bad thing. We were talking long. about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, we were talking about that with Fran Lewis, who is a reviewer, and she was talking about that. It is really bad when people do that that is so unfair yes. to the author to if you read the book and don't like it that's okay but you don't have to slam it so bad and if somebody doesn't right. have the right punctuation in one line to put that in is insane that's so not fair you know i mean right. everybody makes mistakes it's hard you know and there are mistakes nobody's you know everybody has mistakes so i think that that's a problem right. too you know that's why I like audiobooks, because they don't go, oh, no no comma, no this, no that, you know. <laughs> and so I think that the audiobooks, they're just listening to it. So I think when people are writing, if they read their own book out loud, they, they will find more mistakes themselves. Because when you yes. read it, though, it, if when you're reading oh, it, yeah. sometimes you're looking for all this. But when you're writing... You know, when you're actually listening to yourself and you actually put, you can do a tape of your own, you know, and you hear it, you will see, you will catch things you might not have caught because we all know how that goes. You don't see it yet sometimes when you're the author that's right. looking at the editing. Okay, and that comes I think it to actually us. uses you two edit. different parts of our brain. Yes, okay. Lee, why don't you address that? You have, you, you do editing services, right? I do. Still, yeah. Are you still doing that? I do that? some editing yeah. so, and I do some coaching. Um, okay, so yeah, talk about I, that a little. I edit, I edit mostly romances. I do do some other things, but typically when somebody contacts me, I say, send me the first chapter of the book. I'll look at it. I'll give you a quick and dirty. And then we can talk about whether I'm the right person for this, whether we're the right people to work together, that kind of huh? thing. Oh, good idea. And coaching, I have, I have some new coaching options. One of them I'm, I'm really quite excited about, and it's a, a Zoom session where the author sends me uh, a chapter and then I work through that chapter and do the editing, the copy editing on it and the content editing with the author watching over my shoulder so that on, on Zoom I can explain why I'm doing this. Oh, that's you know, a great why idea. Why this sentence needs that's to be really good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. And Rather that's, than that's someone kind of sending it to you with them. all the markings and you go, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you yeah. know, that's a great idea. Yeah, because, you know, as I'm editing a manuscript, I see often the same errors over and over. And not only between authors, that, that there are consistent problems across authors, but an author will have a particular problem. And if, if that author can see why the editor changes that and what the end result is and why it works better, um, mm-hmm. then it's easier for them to go forward and make some of those improvements themselves. Right. That's really good. That's smart. Yeah, Sounds like, like a that. great idea. Yeah. I think that so I, I think that's posted. true. 
Yeah, yeah, no, because I do think that's a good idea because I think people, you know, sometimes when they, you know, get too many, you know, if their if their editor sends them things, it's just overwhelming sometimes for people. Yeah, you know, because you send yeah. a script, a manuscript out, and you go like, oh, I don't think it was that bad. I didn't have that many errors, and then they come back and go like, come oh back my and god, it's all red, and you want to kill yourself. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember when my editor he used to come to my office a lot of times. This is years ago, and I'd give him something, and then I'd walk past him. And I'm going like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> like, "Oh, I thought it was pretty good." <laughs> and then he's got all yeah, these yeah. markings on it, and I'm going like, "Oh, <laughs> you know." Well, the and other so thing think, is, if the, if your editor is all caught up in fixing the the, the minor details, that she isn't thinking about the larger picture story, and that's really where, where you want the editor to be. Exactly. You don't want her to be distracted exactly. with commas. You want her to be thinking about whether the characters work. Exactly, exactly. Right, exactly. And you know, and that's really true. That is true. So now mm-hmm. it's it is different. But you know, but when you're doing it right with them, that's a really good idea because then they can understand it more. Because sometimes and you they can, just sometimes they can follow up yeah, with you questions. have a question and you, you go like, why did they do that? And now you know what they did. Right. So that's, right. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're less defensive. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, but you have to, yeah. you know, I think that's one of the things that being an author is you, you can't be on the defensive because you have to be able to take criticism. And I think one of the problems is now is like, because I was writing years ago when you, you know, you'd get rejection letters. I think mm-hmm. what's happened now is people don't get rejection letters because they are independently publishing. And so they do what they feel like doing, you know, and they don't have yeah. that background of those rejections. So they think everything is okay and they don't realize how lucky they are that they can get a book out but at least do it right. Yeah. 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 How much and, and then sometimes really they get that be. feedback through through reviews, but then the tendency is to put the blame on the reader. You know, well the reader right. just didn't get it. <laughs> right. Well right. yeah, but that means that you didn't do it well. Yeah, right. For no, that right. reader. Right. And that's true. Exactly. You know, I, I think people, right, there's, you know, and like a lot of times, you know, I've taken a few of my books and used it from screenplays. And so I like when they will say like, oh, this could be a movie because I'm going like, yeah, this was a movie that didn't get taken. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> yes, I wrote this <laughs> as a movie, you know. And so I think that's that's one of the things, you know, we all, sometimes people are more visual, you know, or, or they're more descriptive or whatever. You know, I'm more, you know, Talking with a shock, that would be for dialogue. But, um, you know, <laughs> Marcia, interested in talking? Uh, wow. Right, right. <laughs> right. And so I think that that's, you know, I, I guess all the talking I did in grammar school and high school paid off, I guess, because it was maybe I was heading for this career for 13 years ago when I took on to podcasts, you know, because I, I was always talking. You know, even my mother used to say, where are you? Like, she, like when she was in a nursing home you know i went to visit her every day so when i was there she would say to my if my husband was with me she'd go, where is marcia now she's talking to someone else you know and for me that's <laughs> that's been hard for me for covid because i can't talk to people now and i hate this when i'm in a store i used to always talk to people and you get mm-hmm. you know it, it get dialogue from talking to people Mm-hmm. But you can't even talk to people because they go, you know, when you have the mask on, you're going like, what? Nobody even hears you. So it's like you don't want to talk because you're going, yeah. And, you know, and you're trying to scream for them to hear you. But some stuff you don't want to scream out loud, you know. Right, and right. I, I, miss, I miss the contact of people. That's mm-hmm. what I miss. 
Yeah, a lot. And I think a lot of writers do. Wouldn't you agree you get a lot of that by being places and talking? Yes. I get a lot of ideas just from from conversations and, and what people are up to now and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And life yeah. is different. Life is different. It's not gonna. It's not the same. You know, we all know that. And you know, and we hope this will get better because. But we know it's different in a lot of ways. You know, yeah. I don't think I was very productive the first year we were in. I really don't. I would have liked to be more productive, but I don't think I was. You know, I was just. You know, it was very dark time for people, and I. I wasn't depressed. It was just I. It just was a different life. It just kind of felt like, what's the use? For for a good number of months, I know exactly what you mean. And it's the first yeah, year I, I wasn't were very feeling productive that, either. You know, yeah, and you, you know, and now you know now that it, people are getting shots and getting, you know, hopefully, we'll, we can get over this. You know, because people want to go out more. You know, and I'm not so sure it's so good for everybody to be in their offices all the time. I mean, in their homes, not out. You know, I still yeah, think yeah, people that, need to be with people. After a while, it's you know. Home, office, office, home, and that kind of stuff gets it gets old really fast. And when you're working yeah. at home like a writer, it's you know, from the bed to the desk to the desk to the bed, you know, it's 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 a twenty four hour day where you feel like yes. you're doing the same yes. thing. That's why Abbott and Costello has just become essential. <laughs> Sounds like a good <laughs> You know, because sometimes I turn on a movie and I go like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm laughing, you know, and I'm thinking, this is so good because I'm laughing, you know, because I have, ten, yeah. you know, I have a tendency to watch some of the darker things, you know, and sometimes, not horror exactly, just darker. And a lot of the things on TV are dark. So sometimes you need to actually laugh. Laughing is right. good. Yeah, if you like dark. Then the best movie for you to watch is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein because you have the humor of Abbott and Costello. I actually like I love I like romance. I actually like a good romance. Don't you feel? I feel good when I'm watching a good romance. You know, I go like you know. To me, I just feel like you know, and since all of us are romance, right? You know, authors, it's it's really a good feeling when you're done and you go, oh, that was a good ending. You know, it just was. It felt right. You know, and so you, like you know, the only I think thing that's that what people what, need to happen. do more. Yeah, is yeah. actually turn on something that's kind of cute and funny, and you know, it will make you feel better. You will realize that laughing is good. You know, it, yes, it does. I mean, they used they used to say mm-hmm. laughter is like the best medicine, but that is the truth. When you it's are true. laughing, comedy. You know, yeah, you feel better. Comedy you know? is essential. Yes. I think so. I, I have. Know. I've started actually. I've started a little movie club with some friends really? of mine from the summer community. Yeah, oh. we twice a, a month we watch a community a, a movie, and then we have a um, everybody watches the movie, and then we we meet twice a month to talk about the movie. And that's good. A movie club do, instead of a book club. Yeah. Yep. That's what you know. That's what I was doing last year. Last year we had a show. I had a Hollywood show, and we were talking about just movies and things like that. Because I think people like to talk about movies. I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, you have it's a, a two-hour commitment as opposed to a book. Yeah. And, if there, yes. and if you don't like it, you know, you could turn the movie off or, or whatever. But mostly, these are uplifting and funny movies. So our next yeah. meeting is coming next Tuesday night, and the movie that we're all seeing is. My Cousin Vinny, which most of us oh, okay. have already seen. <laughs> right, but right. It's hysterical. Uh-huh. 
But when you see it for the second time, you pick, or the third or whatever, you pick out different things. And then, you know, it's still funny. You know, um, Mm -hmm. we saw Be Kind, Rewind, um, and and Holiday, which is an Amazon movie, which I thought was really funny. I love that. You know what? I thought that movie was so cute. You know, it started out, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, Holiday. Yeah, I thought, did you see it, Julie? Lee, did you see it, Lee? I haven't seen it. It's called Holiday. And honestly, I, at first I thought it was going to be like really dumb, but it was so cute. You know, it's it kind of like fun. what we were talking at the beginning. This is kind of like a runaround uh, round circle because it was uh, a story about a girl that she was, you know, some everybody, her parents, want, her family wanted her to be married and have a guy for every, you know, for Christmas and whatever. And so every holiday, these two people met. On Valentine's Day, you know, right? They used to be each other's yeah. date on holidays, but I mean, yeah. it, it, when it opened oh, up, I and love it. Was it Thanksgiving, and because she was there without a date, they sat her at the children's table. I have to yeah. tell you, <laughs> right? It was oh, so, funny. it was really cute, was so you know, and it was so, it was really cute, you know, and and that's cute. what you were saying about like Valentine's Day and whatever, you know, and they didn't really mm-hmm. see each yes. other except for holidays. Holidays. You know, and Holidays, it's yeah. very, very cute. You know, it's very and it was yeah. yeah, and so yeah. I'm trying to do this so that we make it through the winter, all of us, and we're watching a movie that's it's funny, or, you know, in, in a couple of cases, I think we're watching Vertigo for one movie, that is, yeah. you know, engrossing in one way, and then we're all meeting on Zoom, there are like seven of us, and talking about it. And it's it's really been... It's really been fun. So, oh, that's um, a really good that's idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. So is it a fun. club like on Zoom? Is a club you have eight people in it? Uh, I, haven't done, I haven't done Zoom I, very much. I, I don't I, like Zoom. You know, I'm not a oh, Zoom person, Zoom. but do you like it? I love Zoom. You do? I love Zoom. I love Zoom because I wouldn't I, say I I'm love like, it, but I'm certainly good at it because <laughs> I well, spend have, a lot of time on Zoom. Yeah. I'm on yeah. RW, in RWA New York chapter. Um, I'm going to be the president in the upcoming year, which I'm not sure is a good idea. But anyway, we meet on Zoom, and that allows us to have members in Long Island, members in New Jersey, members anywhere in the country for our chapter wow. because we meet on Zoom. And it saves mm-hmm. me. We used to meet downtown in Manhattan 45 minutes each way on a Saturday. Well, you know, <laughs> that's an hour and a half yeah. travel time. And it's yeah. and a two hour meeting and, and the whole the whole day is gone. It's a whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is good. You know, I think that like is that one of the things about meeting with people that have like interests. You know, I mean, because when you're talking to your friends yeah. about writing, let's just say they they really don't yeah. get it. Your real friends, you know, they they don't no, understand they don't what know. our life is like. You no. know, mm-hmm. I mean, our our life is like you're you're watching something, but you're also thinking about a character or some trait or something you're watching or gives you it's you're not copying what you're seeing if you're watching something online or, or on TV I mean you know you're just it gets you into a mind frame of something about that you might need to put in your book mm-hmm. that you had no idea you were missing right right and sometimes it's I, hard just, just to just to watch a movie without doing that Oh, that might be a good idea. Which is another thing I like about the club idea. <laughs> yeah, the club yeah. is good. Yeah, that's a great idea. 
You know, it's I just, like it's just fun and a way for us to stay in touch and for a way for everybody to spend two hours watching something that might just be funny, you know, in the middle of winter and, when it's a lot of these, and A lot of these movies, right, you know, because it's really hard. You can't figure out, you know, if you're on Hulu and and all of the, you know, Prime and all this, you know, you put in your movies you like and then all of a sudden you go like, well, where is the movie that I really wanted to see? <laughs> you have to go through all right. of it. And they've just taken <laughs> it off, yeah. I can tell you this. <laughs> if you want to watch a movie that doesn't inspire you for a character, Abbott and Costello are very good for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, I guess there's a new movie that Lucy's coming out, you know, and um, the Lucy Arnaz, I guess her, the, you know, Lucy Arnaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, Nicole Kidman, I think it's playing Lucy. So I think that should be, you know, and because, you know, people still watch, they still put that on every year, and people watch it, and it's just, it's like a it's slapstick, some of the stuff, yeah. but it's so, yeah. you know, it, you don't, you know, it's just fun, you know, and I think that's the what the world needs. The thing with Abba Costello is that they're warm. Yes, Abba Costello, they're, yes, they're, they not, they're not violent, they're, they're, they're warm. I mean, Lou Costello is a very warm character on a movie he comes across as very lovable and and caring about other people and so you can laugh with him but he also often has like buck privates and buck privates come home has themes that are um a little more heartwarming than that yeah and and yeah it's just i i don't know it's just i just love it all right one line one line from abin costello me frankenstein Lon Chaney Jr. is playing Wolfman, and he's in the hotel room with Lou Costello, and he's saying, lock me in. Whatever you hear, he's looking out the window, and he's going, staring at the moon. He says, lock me in. No matter what you hear on the other side, don't let me out, no matter what. And he stares (laughs) up at the moon, and he goes, tonight the moon is full, and I will turn into a wolf. And Lou Costello goes, yeah, you and 20 million other guys. <laughs> right, and those kind of those kind of things just la- those kind of things are for anybody. It's a universal thing, yes. you know. Yes. That's that's the thing. Yeah, you know, is those kind of things are universal to everybody, which is what we were talking about at the beginning. That's what we need more of universal. Yes. So yes. I, I like your idea though, Lee, about different, um, you know, writing stories like for different, you know, holidays, different holidays, yeah, different ethnicities, so. different religions. Yeah, you could make a series yeah. out of that. You know, yep. like the yes, movie Holiday Inn, where they were only open on holidays. You yep. could have a series uh-huh. of books, including, you know, St. Patrick's Day and, and and whatever, you know, Valentine's yeah. Day, Holiday Inn. That's, that's actually what they do on uh, Hallmark. They do. They have different movies for, you know. And actually, yes. some of the movies, you know, they're actually now... They go in. They go to. I think they're actually in Rome, and I think there are some that are in uh, Ireland. You know, um, oh, nice. I yeah. think, um, you know, going because, on location. So, you know, it depends who's producing and how much money they have. I guess if they can do that, you know. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, they have like so many Chicago ones lately. I'm thinking like, oh my God, how about using Chicago writers <laughs> would be a good idea, you know? <laughs> but you know, it's the same people. You know, a lot of people produce these, but you have to have money to produce them. Yes, you know, is. that's what it is. It's all about the money, you know, of who does yes. it. Well, but it I always think, is all about the money, isn't it? Yeah, it is always. It always is. All right, is. on that note, on that note, is there anything anybody wants to, any last-minute, you know, things that you might want to say while you're out on the radio? It's sure nice no. getting to meet you, Lee. I have well, it's say. always good to talk to you, Joan. Jean, sorry, <laughs> Jean, sorry, sorry. That's okay. I think the two of you were <laughs> together years ago. 
I think you were. Yeah, we have been. Both of you. We have been. Yes, you have. Together, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago yeah. that was. Many years, I think. But then Lee's been on. Nice yeah. to see you again. Yes. Yes. That's Sounds what I wonderful. say I'll see you. I'll see you when we're not seeing you. But maybe I'll try the Zoom. I don't know. I, I've not been one for that, but I might. You know, you almost have to, you know, do it now, the Zoom calls, you know, and Zoom yeah. things, yeah. you know. I'll People have to do call my hair for Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Marcia, do you want this us to do like websites and things like that so people can find us if they're looking? Yes, we're going to do that. And also on, on the show page, I have both of your websites. If they click on, cool. they'll find Great. your websites. Yeah. All right. Great. So, yeah, because a lot of times they don't, you know, if you just say it, it's not. But each of you, okay. So, Lee, your website and where they can find you? Lee Michaels, L-E-I-G-H-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S dot com. And I'm at Lee Michaels at Twitter when I, I'm very occasionally there. And I have an author page on Facebook. And, and I will say one thing before Jean says hers. You both have very good websites. You uh, put all your work on there. And it's really well done, both of you, because you Thank actually you. see you. what you do. You know, and so I think that's a good Thank you. thing. You know, right, so Jean? Jean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Your website. Oh, I'm sorry. Jean, J-E-A-N, Joachim, J-O-A-C-H-I-M as in Mary, books.com is my website. And I have a Facebook page for an author and personal. Yeah, and and this link will be on demand and iTunes right after the show is over in about five minutes. They put it right out. And uh, it's not edited, so it's out there. This is the same link. (laughs) Uh, It goes like it goes. Right. Yeah, you have to, you know. I just use the I use the same shows. I don't edit anybody. That's I don't want to do that. That's you know. This is a live conversation. That's it. Right. You know. And uh, yeah, and this has been a great right. conversation. And so right, everybody have thank a happy you, holiday. And you too. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. As usual, you're always great guests. So that's a good thing. And it's been too long. So if. Either one of you, I always Great. extend this to you, and just take me up on it. If you have new books or you want to talk about something, just let me know, and I'm happy to okay. have you on the show. Okay. Thank so you thank you very much. And next Thursday, Horror Writers with Elizabeth Black. Very different conversation. Okay. All right. Good night, everybody. Happy take holidays. Care. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.